Welcome to the Fearing Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Friday, the 14th of July, 2023. I'm Sean Elmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed up 0.8% today to 7,303 points. Given the market hit a three-month low on Monday, it's had a pretty good few days. Since then, the ASX 200 is up more than 4%. That's all about confidence that there'll be just one or maybe two more interest rate rises left in this cycle in Australia greater confidence that Chinese authorities will provide stimulus to that economy and hopes that inflation has peaked in the US. Today, the tech stocks led the way while the telcos and materials companies did well also. The healthcare stocks were among the worst performers. If you take a look at the large caps, WiseTech Global was up 2.5% while Zero and REA were both nearly 2% higher. DHP, Fortescue Metals Group and Rio Tinto all did well, as did Telstra and National Australia Bank. CSL, Woolies and Transurban all went backwards, definite underperformers. Story number two, the Reserve Bank has a new governor with Deputy Michelle Bullock set to take over from Philip Lowe when his term ends in two months' time. Bullock is an RBA veteran, having spent almost all her working life at the Central Bank. She was promoted to Deputy Governor a little over a year ago when the then Deputy Guy DeBell surprised everyone by resigning and moving to Fortescue. Bullock is considered a safe choice, as demonstrated by the lack of movement in financial markets following this morning's announcement. She also appears to have the support of both sides of politics and will be the first female in the role. Treasurer Jim Chalmers called Bullock an outstanding economist and an accomplished and respected leader. The outgoing governor, Phil Lowe, said the decision was a first-rate appointment, while Bullock herself said she was deeply honoured to get the gig. Story number three, Senator Penny Wong last night met her Chinese counterpart, Huang Yi, and told him more progress is needed on lifting trade strikes against Australian exporters. Wong said the talks were frank, and she also confirmed objections to bounties being placed on Hong Kong activists, including two living in Australia. Mr Huang said while bilateral relations had stabilised, improved and developed, he repeated a frequent complaint and urged the government to provide a non-discriminatory business environment for Chinese firms investing in Australia. Senator Wong met Mr Huang on the sidelines of the ASEAN Foreign Minister's meeting in Jakarta. They spoke for about an hour. Story number four, National Australia Bank has agreed to pay rises of up to 17.5% over four years and enshrined rights to work from home as part of a landmark union deal that could set the benchmark for the industry. The finance sector union reached the in-principle agreement yesterday for a 5% wage increase for workers earning less than $100,000 a year, followed by another 5% in 2024, 4% in 2025, and 3.5% in 2026, according to the Financial Review. All 25,000 employees, including senior managers, will also have rights to request to work from home and appeal unreasonable refusals in what is the first for the big four banks. The deal ends a pretty tough week for bosses who want staff back to work. Federal public servants this week won the right to uncapped work from home days and Commonwealth Bank staff revolted against an edict to return to the office. And finally, story number five, let's finish with a good news story. Neurin Pharmaceuticals share price rose 20% today after the company said it had struck a new licensing agreement with a major distributor to sell its treatment for Rett syndrome overseas. Acadia already distributes a treatment known as Debu in the United States. Under the new deal, it will also sell it around the world. Debu treats the childhood neurological disorder. 
Under the agreement, the Melbourne-headquartered Biotech will receive a $150 million upfront payment and milestone payments of up to $427 million US million to expand Arcadia's exclusive distribution rights. That's it for the afternoon report for Friday, the 14th of July, 2023. Michael Thompson, guest judge Jennifer Duke, and I will be back tomorrow morning with a weekend edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening. <laughs>